everybody's out here being like, I just don't want to like come off like that or oh, just I'm so nervous I'm going to offend and I just, hey, have you ever stopped to consider that the things that you're afraid of people thinking of you, they already think it now. You're listening to In It. This is for anyone who is in the trenches, in the process and pursuit of a life fully lived. And I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm your host, Lindsay Plebiak. Let's do this. So today began with a little hell raising and controversy. Nah, just kidding. It, it actually just started with some honesty. <laughs> but you want to know what? It definitely made an impression and it definitely made an impact. And I couldn't believe how many of you were messaging me and how many of you were talking to me about this exact thing. And I thought to myself, okay, well, clearly this was something worth bringing to a bigger conversation because it was resonating with so many of you. And I'll kind of give you a little origin story of how the morning began. Today, I saw a quote. I'm going to read the quote at the end of the episode. But I saw a quote this morning and then I took the quote and then I was like, wow, that's so powerful and so real and so true. And then I did a couple story slides and a reel basically reflecting on kind of my insights around what this quote said and just my take on it, I suppose, and my thoughts about this concept of being afraid to offend. Man, this is something that is coming up a ton right now. Honestly, I'm in a lot of coaching calls. I'm in a lot of mentoring. I'm working with a lot of women and I'm listening to a lot of different types of women talking, sharing, seeing things on the internet. Like I'm paying attention, I'm observing, and I'm listening a lot. And what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is just this very present, palpable notion of I'm just afraid to offend. This idea of being offensive and wanting to doll down the self to make, you know, everybody else seem to be okay. It's 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 like playing out. And it's something that women that I'm mentoring and women that I'm interacting with are currently processing. And then all of you today giving me such a clear picture that this is something that you are also combating. And you want to know something? Here's what I want to say about, about this concept of, of offense and being offensive and, and kind of how these messages kind of get, you know, I think a little bit confusing and mixed up. And I think that we're kind of using the word um, offend in a wrong, we're not using that word correctly. Okay. All right. So let me, let me help you give you a little bit of context here. Okay. There is absolutely, you know, I was thinking about this in the car when I was like, what I was going to say, I was like, you want to know, I think it's safe to say that every single person on the earth, unless maybe you are a true sociopath and you hate people. Okay. And you're like a serial killer or you're a total narc who only cares about themselves and only is self-focused. And trust me, they're out there. The narcs be narkin, all right? So whether, unless you're one of these two types of people, I think for the majority, everyone is typically falling into the category of, you know, this desire of wanting to be liked, known, seen and understood and included. You know, I don't think people are waking up every single day being like, 
all right, today I'm alive and I can't wait to piss some people off. And and if you are a person like that, you need some professional help. (laughs) If you are waking up every morning being like, who am I going to fuck around with today? Who am I going to piss off and make their day miserable today? If that's you, you need some freaking help. Okay. For the majority of the rest of us that don't fall into those categories, you know, we want to be, people want to be liked. They want to be included. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, when we're like kids, we're all all still the same kids that are out on the playground that, you know, we show up to the first day of school and we're there by ourselves and we're walking around and we got our book bag and, you know, we're just trying to figure out who's going to sit with us at lunch. You know, we're still those people. We're still those same kids that had those experiences in childhood and trying to make friends and trying to connect with others. And even though we're adults and we have careers, that stuff is so innate and it was, and it happened in formative years and creating friendships and relationships and interacting with people where you could feel rejected or not accepted. A lot of those things are playing out from when we were very, very young. Okay. And a lot of it, I think is way beyond even what we can rationalize. I think it's probably so deep in our subconscious that, you know, we're not even, super aware of, of how much this affects and plays out our day-to-day life. And and people, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be liked, approved of, seen, and, and, and acknowledged and, you know, validated and, um, you know, included in stuff. Because I really believe that that's just us being grown up kids. You know, we were young, now we're older. And those things were so in our formative lives. And and that's part of being a human being. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that when it comes to this concept of offending. This this idea that we are constantly navigating the fear of offense, that is something else. That's something else. And to deeply suggest that our presence or ideas or our views or, or, or even moreover, what we're trying to go after in life and pursue on a day-to-day, showing up and sharing our voice, making an impact, trying to create something, trying to build something, trying to be unapologetic, trying to like move the needle. And for the most part, I talked about in my last episode about, you know, the creative funk. Usually if you're somebody that's trying to show up and you're trying to create something, you care. You are trying to build something in this world that matters. A lot of you have significance. It was so funny. I literally saw just after the episode I just put out, some of you already went and took your strength finders test and you were like, oh my God, I have significance. I was like, I was right. It's like, you know, most people that want to do something that matters, you know, there's a significant quality to them. Okay. That's that's not what I'm I'm saying. I'm saying that if you're wanting to get out there and you're wanting to impact, but you're afraid of those things possibly stirring a pot or ruffling feathers or like taking ownership of your, really at the end of the day, <laughs> it's taking ownership of your life. It, you know, that's what really all this is. <laughs> all that, all those things I just said is really just you trying to take some ownership of your life. If you're afraid that you taking ownership of your life is going to cause offense in someone, that is a much deeper problem. That's what I'm talking about today. This concept of being afraid to offend. By taking up space, by me showing up as myself, by me using my voice, my God-given talents, like my ability to be here, to get out there, to impact, to influence, and to, to you know help other people at the end of the day, if that's offensive, if me doing that is offensive, Interesting. Interesting. That's really interesting to me. But yet here we are 
constantly trying to cater and to down ourselves and to, you know, play it safe, play it small, reel it in, chill it out. Like, you know, just be cool, get along. And like, look, I'm not, I am not advocating for people. This, there's a fine line with all this stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, look, like we're not, we're not inviting people being proud. I mean, that is an ugly look. <laughs> like pride is ugly. You know, we're not trying that. That's, that is not what I am saying. Like, I'm not saying, Hey, puff yourself up to the point where you're just like this immovable force where you're just sashaying around and this is your truth and this is your thing. It's like, yeah, it's a little prideful. I can't when people say your truth. I can't. My truth. You know, no, that's your, that's your perspective. That's your opinion. Okay. All right. Let that sit there. Okay. But what I'm saying is there's this message that's been communicated to me a lot that taking up space, using our God-given talents, making an impact on the world, sharing our thoughts and ideas. There's this afraid of offense, this fear of offense that's coming up in that notion. And what I'm seeing as a result is that people are playing really small. And I think the reason that that's going on, and this is you know kind of the content of what I shared today, is I think the reason that that's happening is because we're really worried about people that we, we're, we're nervous what people might think about us. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of what's really playing on there. So, so maybe even, maybe even, you know, okay, we're okay with, you know, kind of having a couple people not approve of what we're doing. Okay. Maybe mentally we can get there. You know, maybe they're like, they're not loving or they don't fully understand what we're doing. Okay. Okay. But like, you know, do they think I'm, you know, lame or a sellout or you know, difficult or, you know, chasing, chasing the wind. You know, I think it's, it's, it's not even that maybe we're, maybe we're okay to let some people down, you know, but I think at the end of the day, the core is we're scared of the thoughts that others might have of us, maybe even more so than how others treat us. Thoughts are powerful and even the unspoken ones can influence us in ways that we don't even know and understand. I think at the end of the day, we're scared of, you know, what people might be thinking. I want to tell you a story. I spent a large portion of the last two years really, really, really dumbing myself down out of concern for others. And through so many hardships, lessons, losses, I came to realize something. And this is what I want to ask you today. I want to ask you a question. What if the people that you are afraid to ruffle and offend already think the things that you're afraid of them thinking? What if they already think it? What if they're thinking it right now? (laughs) What if they're thinking it right now? Despite your every attempt to do it right, to, you know, be the nicest person that you can, or, oh my God, my favorite, explaining yourself, (laughs) explaining yourself, explaining your position, explaining your case, convincing others why you're here, why you're showing up, why you, you know, want to be doing this because you just, oh, maybe if I could just help them understand you're being so nice. (laughs) You're really trying to just like, oh yeah, like, you know, 
They already think it. Then what? Over the last two years, there was about 12 months over the course of two years, maybe longer. I'm really bad at math. Can you pick up on that? All right. So here we go. Literally, there was about a year's long time, all of 2020. What I, there, there we go. There we go. All right. I can frame this up for you. Okay. All of 2020, this is what I did. This is what I did in all of 2020. I was in a situation that was really not great. Okay. And what I did was I catered to others because I knew that if I actually went forward with my own ideas, my own opinions, my own um, truth, (laughs) my own perspectives, my own ways that I wanted to get out and to create, that it would become a problem for other people. And I spent a lot of that time trying my best to not ruffle feathers because I didn't want to be the person that was causing contention or problems. I spent about a year doing that, okay? And guess what happened in that year? Everyone else was cool beans. Guess who suffered? Me. I suffered. I suffered. Trying to keep others happy, calm, you know, all of this stuff. You know, I was just trying to, you know, put my mouth down, shut up, just do it, just go there, just be positive, just keep the keep smiling, Lindsay, keep smiling, everything's fine. No, inside... I was burning inside (laughs) and I wasn't being treated super great either in that process either. I was being treated like shit, but nobody knew that. So anyway, all of this to say that was all of 2020. And then finally I got to my breaking point where I recognized that I was now in a place where the situation I was in was becoming abusive. And I said, no more, no more. I need to have enough self-respect, even though I knew that once I made my pivots, every single thing that was going to happen, happen. It was all going to fall out. It was all going to go the way that I had already known all along. I was going to piss those people off. People weren't going to understand. That's why I waited and hesitated so long to show up and be who I needed to be because I was like, oh my God, it's going gonna, it's gonna to rock some people. When I finally said no more, I can no longer compromise my integrity. I can no longer compromise myself. I stepped out and everything that I knew that would happen would come. I spent the next year, all of 2021, trying to be the best, most positive, nice person that I could possibly be so that everybody could know and could see, hey, this is this is going to all be all right. This is going to like, you know, I've got this vision. I'm trying to cast vision the whole time of 2021. And and a lot of people did catch on to that vision. But I tried really hard that year. This is what I'm trying to say. 2021, I tried to be the most um easygoing that I've ever been. I tried my best because I was in a tension shifting situation. I tried to not add to that. I tried to be like, you know what? All right. I'm going to just keep it cool and just, just try to, you know, be what everybody needs. I tried to be what everybody needed in 2021 because I was so afraid of people leaving me. (laughs) And then in 2022, the people that I tried to pander to left me. So every worst fear that I already knew all the way back in the beginning, in the core of who I was, all my worst fears, I already knew they were already going to happen. But there was like this part of me that was like, okay, maybe I can like control this. Maybe like I won't mess it up. Maybe like I can fix this. Like maybe I can, you know, and I've it all, it all, it all played out the way that it was going to play out. And you want to know what? My managing, my, 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 my managing other people's emotions, me sacrificing myself on the high altar, me not living fully for my life, my potential to be able to talk to you right now today, the way I'm speaking to you. Do you want to know what? 
if I hadn't gone through it all, none of this conversation could have happened today. And you want to know what? Every single thought that those people were going to think about me, they already think it. They already thought it. And there I was. I was the one suffering. Are you suffering today? Because you're catering to somebody else out of fear? Are you suffering today? Because you're catering of making a bold move for your life because you're afraid? But that person's ho-hamming? That person's living their best life (laughs) at the mercy of you holding your energy, yourself, your gifts back? Why are you catering to that? I know why I was. Because I, because when I finally crossed that line, I knew there was no going back. I knew there was no going back. Let me tell you something about crossing lines. I've been crossing them since 1989. (laughs) What if they're already thinking everything that you're afraid of them thinking? They're already thinking it. Then what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You waste a lot of time, a lot of energy, and a lot of peace worrying about the thoughts of others who those people probably won't even be in your life in the next six months. Definitely not in the next 12. Wow. Wow. I feel like this is a wake-up call. It's like, ring the alarm. Ring the alarm. You know what I think is really fascinating? We all expect to live an extraordinary life you know, we get out here, we're trying to get after it. You know, if we're, if we're listening to this podcast, if you're in it, if you're a business owner, if you're a builder, if you're a creator, if you're trying to make something happen in this world, you're probably trying to create something extraordinary. And I love that word extraordinary because it means extraordinary. We're still ordinary people. We're just a little extra. (laughs) But we expect to live an extraordinary life or we expect to create some life that, you know, maybe we can do incredible things in without embracing the fact that extraordinary people lived ruffling feathers. Pretty much anyone that you admire, when you think about historical figures, people that have gone before, people that are radically, have radically shaped our society, those weren't really people that were just kumbaya. And they certainly weren't people that were catering to the emotions of others. You know, I've never been shy about the fact that I'm a believer. And you want to know what? <laughs> I, think of, I think of my greatest role model, who's the Lord, Jesus. <laughs> Man, sometimes I think we got it wrong, gang. Everybody's out here trying to just, you know, it's like, you know, Jesus was the most offensive person that's ever been on this earth. His ideas, his thoughts, it was offensive. He was radical. He was the most, he's the, he is the most influential person that's ever lived on this planet. And he was the most offensive and still remains to be so. But we're out here thinking we're going to do something great without recognizing that we're going to have to flip some tables. There's going to be some people that get pissed off in the process. So what? Either we, either we, we piss them off or we don't get it done. And by, by mean piss off, I mean, show up and do your purpose, not walk around flipping birds. That's not what we're saying. Which brings me back to my question. Why is showing up in your purpose offensive unless it's meant to be? Unless it's because it's supposed to be something extraordinary. 
We're out here thinking that we're going to do something great, but we're playing it so safe. And you want to know something I want to say to that? It is okay to be scared to put yourself out there after the last two years that we lived through. That is okay. The things that have happened over the course of the two years, my God, it's enough to rattle your bones. We're all going to need therapy for the rest of our lives. It's all right to be afraid to put yourself out there again after that. You don't have to be a superhero. I think every human who has lived through the last two years has resonated with that in some capacity. Are you kidding me? But you can't stay in a shell. You can't allow life and circumstances of the world to dictate what you're doing because you're afraid. I struggle with more fear and anxiety than anyone I know. But I got to find a way through it because otherwise I'm going to blow up. I can't hold all this inside. You want to know something? After seasons of catastrophe, there always comes a renaissance. And I truly believe that we are about to enter a renaissance season. Like I said in my last episode, this is the the year for the creator. Why? Why is it now? Oh, because it's following a catastrophe. This is where great art emerges. This is where good work comes. This is where those that hung through that are literally have their elbows up to their to their like eyes and dirt or belly crawling. It's because you didn't quit. You didn't die off and you didn't give up. And you want to know what? If you can live through that, you can surely live through pissing somebody off by simply just expressing what you're trying to express. Stop thinking that catering to others' behavior and the opinions of you is going to change your world. Our history tells us that it never has and it never will. Only through bold forward action, despite our fears, what others might think or already think is the way that we truly can get out there and influence and help other people. And more so, help ourselves. I think back to that version of me in 2020 who was terrified. I, I think of her. I see pictures of her. I don't even recognize her. Because she spent so much time just catering to other people because she was afraid of them. When the truth is, <laughs> they already thought those things about her anyway. So what did it matter? What was all that, what was all that energy spent for? I'm trying to save you some time, I'm trying to save you some pain. And if it's going to make some other people uncomfortable, frankly, so be it. We're afraid to rock boats, so we'll sink our own ships instead. We're afraid to move the needle, so we end up staying still. Because someone outside of us matters more than our own life. I'm not saying disrespect or disregard kindness to others. That's not, what it's, that's not what this is about. It's why is you stepping out boldly equal offensive? That's the question I want to propose to you to think on today. And this is kind of what's, what sparked that very thought. You know, if someone is silent 
around acknowledging you and your endeavors or if somebody can't acknowledge what you're working on or, or maybe you're trying to do something and you're looking for this approval from some person or you're looking for them to give you that gold star or like, hey, I believe in you or, or you're doing such a great job or, or maybe they don't even say anything. Do you, wanna, do you guys want to know how many people that I thought were friends in my life? Literally, I've launched all these podcasts, all this stuff, and they just, they watch and they don't say anything to me. It's like, you, you think I don't experience that? <laughs> I experience that. If someone is silent around acknowledging you and your endeavors, do you want to know what I've found? Typically, it's because they cannot acknowledge and act on their own God-given desires. They're so caught up in their own lives, their own stories, their own fears. And they just observe. They've become spectators. And I will never, ever, ever cater to a spectator when I am here, out here, trying to create. You either are creating in this ring with me or you're in the stands. We've heard of that, you know, image so many times. It's like, I ain't going to cater to you up there while I'm right here sweating. I'm sorry. You can watch all day. I'm not going to worry about you. I'm here trying to, I'm, I'm in the olive press. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's what I found is it's typically because they can't acknowledge or take action on their own desires. Perhaps they're denying self. Perhaps you know, they're, they're looking at what you're doing and they wish that they had the courage to be able to get out there and do that, but they can't for whatever reasons that have nothing to do with you. And you know what? Honestly, too, I'll give, I'll give the benefit of the doubt here. Sometimes people are just so in their own world that they don't even have the abilities to, to comment and focus or whatever. It has nothing to do with you. Whether they say something, whether they don't say something, it has nothing to do with you. Also, too, you know, if someone can't acknowledge your pain, maybe you've walked through a trial some season. I had a conversation just this past weekend with someone who said that they've been going through the most grief that they've ever gone through in their life and they feel so alone and that they've lost something that matters to them. They actually lost their child. They recently lost a child and, and they said that they have gone through the, the darkest valley of their life. And they said people just don't even know what to say to them. Nobody acknowledges it. People will see them and they don't even bring it up because they just don't even know what to say. And they said they've never felt more alone. You want to know what I'd say to that? If somebody dismisses pain or if somebody dismisses your pain in life, typically what I've found is that they can't hold space for their own pain. If somebody can't acknowledge themselves, if somebody doesn't see themselves, if somebody dismisses their own pains and hardships, how could we possibly ever expect them to be able to acknowledge, see, or hold space for us? It's honestly an unhealthy expectation that we have to find a way to let go of. But only we can only do that when we look at it for what it is. Stop trying to look at it for what anything else. And I know that that's hard. I know it's really hard to love and care for people so much. Trust me, I do. And it's confusing. You don't understand because, you know, maybe you could do that, but they can't. And why? You don't get it. None of it's your business. And none of it's worth you spending any more energy on. Stop looking at people's responses as meaning something about you. It means everything about them. 
It has nothing to do with you, but you keep making it about you. Man, it took me so long to get my arms around that. So long. I was walking around constantly just being like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Like, oh my God, you know? And then suddenly I just realized, you know what? This isn't about me. It wasn't. And I had to do a hard pivot. And start showing up for people like you, listening. Who do you need to show up for, man? Who's waiting for you? But yet, you're still here, holding yourself back, afraid to lose, afraid to, 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 to offend. Really? Is it worth that? People's behavior says everything about them. Let that be enough. And don't get lost in the minutia of trying to make sense of something that is not your business to make sense of. Because you have really good work to do. And you need to go focus on that right now. Right now. Instead of taking all that mental energy wondering why. Why did they say nothing? Why, why are they doing this? Why, why can't they say? Why, what did I do? Instead of asking those questions, Ask this, who's waiting for me? Who needs what I have to say? Who's waiting for me to open the door for someone else? Who needs a leader right now? Who needs somebody that they can look to, that can offer them hope because of your unique story and your unique gifts? Offensive? Nah, I don't think so. I think it's just honest. Honesty is my favorite word. (laughs) Integrity is my highest value. And I will try my best to live those two things out as long as I have air in my lungs. And what I found is the truth even if it's from your perspective. Some people don't want to hear it. They're not ready for the truth. They're not ready for honest looks at their own life or their own decisions. They want to just kind of play pretend or play life. You know, that's hard to get your arms around. But if if you continue catering, yourself because you're gonna rock the boat rock on baby (laughs) let let it rock because you're here with one life and it's not all for nothing that burning thing that's inside of you that message that passion that you're trying to get out it's not there for nothing it's there to serve a purpose that honestly has nothing to do with those that you're worried about. I'm going to end with the quote that I started my morning with that started all of this because I think there's no better way to end. If you want to change your life, you need to overcome your fear of losing people. You need to stop making decisions based on what you're supposed to do 
what will ruffle the least amount of feathers, and what will make others celebrate you and shower you in approval. Stop hiding your real thoughts to make yourself more palpable to others, to increase their comfort while disregarding your own. Right people won't abandon you after witnessing your honesty. They will appreciate your transparency and vulnerability and will love you even harder. And I can confidently say that I have experienced that this year. Yes, you will lose certain people when you stop letting them walk all over you. But they will be the wrong people anyway. The people who didn't deserve you anyway. Don't be afraid to offend. Be afraid of never living a life of significance. Don't be afraid of offending. Be afraid of living a life without significance. Oh, tell me your story, tell me how.